0: listening to the afterbuzz tv network. Very good
1: evening. Johnson.
0: From the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is Afterbuzz TV for season 2, episode 10 of Glee. Tonight's host is Sarah Stratton. Joining Sarah will be AfterBuzz co-hosts, Ashanti Moselle and Catherine Bayless. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest glee news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Sarah Stratton! Hello
1: and welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about Glee, Season 2, Episode 10, Appropriately, appropriately tired. Very Glee Christmas, yeah. and it was full of caroling and classic songs. And they, we, we, saw Rachel and Finn finally go through a breakup, um, as well as a little bit of a romance for Kurt. Yeah. Then Sue was opposed by Beast in their views of Christmas, and then Brittany, we see she still believes in Santa Claus, and Artie really tries to fulfill her wishes.
2: Hmm. Um, there might still be a Santa Claus, people.
3: Hello, might be <laughs> out
1: there. So let's start talking about Rachel and Finn first.
3: Rachel and Finn. Well, I I guess you guys kind of gave me a, re- a a recap on on their relationship with Rachel cheating on Finn, and I didn't. Really well, know here's
2: what Finn. happened. Yeah. So last week, you know, we saw, um, you know, a couple weeks we saw Santana spill the beans about the the cheating. You right, know what I mean? Right. So now this episode, obviously, she gives it away, and here we have. Um, the entire class knowing about it, and Rachel never did. So here this poor girl is, like, devastated. So then she goes off because uh, Puck Puck does his, like – Puck is
1: always the wrongdoer. I mean, you see (laughs) Finn getting so mad at Rachel, and you saw him get so mad at Quinn.
3: Right.
2: Hello? This is all Puck's fault. Um, can, can, wait, I, 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 I'm I, kind of obsessed with Puck's biceps, too. I mean, come on. What? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So anyway, yeah. So she goes and she cheats with Puck, and then she tells Kurt, because she does feel bad, and she thinks, oh, whatever. You know, you cheated on me, but he really actually never did. And she cheated on Finn.
1: So, so. basically, we get to the point in this episode where Finn is standing up to Rachel and saying, I don't want to get back mm-hmm, with you. Right. And... We just see – and she's fighting for him. We see him – she's, like, serenading pleading. him with songs. Yeah. And he just walks away. I mean, do you think they're going to get – do we think this is appropriate? Do we think he should be walking away? Do we think he should forgive her? Listen,
2: he needs to express his feelings. He's gotten hurt twice, you know, during, like, true. this season and last season or whatever. And, I mean, come on. I mean, he has feelings, too. Not just not all about the girls.
3: No, oh, it's true. And, I I mean, I kind of – I. I think sometimes when you when you get in a relationship, you have to allow that time to to let that breathe. Whatever it is, got you to the point where you felt like you have to take a break from the relationship. You need to make, take that moment to let it go and let it mm-hmm. be what it is. And if it if it's meant to be, you'll come back to it.
1: So we think that he should. He has a right to stand up for himself. Oh, most
3: definitely. Should
1: Rachel be backing off, or do we think she should keep pushing? Is Rachel really going back off? Oh, of course uh, not. Uh, and I don't think she should. I don't think she
3: should back off. <laughs> I,
1: d- I don't think she should either. I mean, I think it says more to be a person who's going to be like, you may not – I understand if you need space, but I'm going to show you, at least at first, right. that I yeah. want to be there. Because yeah. in case you're willing to forgive me now, I'm going to show you. Because, right. I mean, what if the person didn't want space? Right. And you're like, oh, maybe they want space. I'm going to walk away.
3: Right. Well, so. she showed her, her- – I mean, how much she wanted to be there by putting a little Christmas tree cart freshener in her <laughs> pocket. <laughs> she knew that he loved that was the, the pine like, smell. It's pine
2: smell. It's, just your, it's like your favorite. Yeah, like, she uh, knew that I'm he Rachel. liked the,
3: the smell of pine <laughs> scent, the trees, the Christmas trees. So she made the effort to have one nicely placed in our our coat pocket so we can kind have of a Britney moment <laughs> <laughs>
1: we really saw Rachel really cling to the Christmas mm-hmm, spirit this, mm-hmm. this episode which yeah. I think is interesting because they really point out that she's Jewish right
2: well I, I like the fact that they you know they did bring up the Jewish thing I mean they had you know all the, the Jewish trees as like blue and white you know when she was on stage singing for mm-hmm. for um for Finn but Yeah, it was all about, she even had a Christmas sweater on, Christmas attire. I mean. Totally going. Trying to make
3: the effort. But I I feel like her character as well is like caught in between two worlds though. She is Jewish, but she has the two gay dads. So she's kind of not the conventional. Yeah. No, you know her lifestyle is not really conventional, so she can kind of go play the gamut of. I wish our gay dads would come on the show. Right yeah, I need them then. to make an appearance. Me too. Well, of happening? course you do, Shondy. Oh, yeah, can I be cast as her dad? Like, on,
1: what is there happening? we go. There's
3: a yeah. solution yeah. for this Selfish. I'm always cares about myself. you know, age and race, whatever. I, I one know. of her dads is supposed to be black, though. I love oh, it. I yeah. think I so, that. yeah. It's okay. a black, and that's what I'm saying, she's kind of living this non-conventional lifestyle to where she can celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah or whatever her her beliefs are, however she was raised with these two gay dads and not really conforming to one set, set of rules and I don't know. I
1: well, bet. Glee Casting, if you're listening to us, we've, we've got a dad for there you. There we go, the there show. we go. So Rachel's dead, <laughs> Hey dad. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, so I'm campaigning
3: for the role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so besides Rachel and Finn's relationship, which now they're looking like they might be friends towards the episode, which I think is good for the yeah. club. Like, if they're rivaling, it's just going to tear everyone apart even more. Well, yeah.
3: they're the leaders, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have to keep
2: it. You know, better. I really think that Finn's such a, like, a... <clears throat> You know, such a softie. So mm-hmm. I really think he's just trying to keep it like a man right now. And I think he's going to let it go. But it keeps us in suspense. I mean, come on. If he just said, oh, okay, whatever. You know, right. I'll get back with you. Then we wouldn't really like him that much. Yeah. You okay. know, we wouldn't respect him. We so. need to
3: have a moment to, mm-hmm. to let him enjoy being single, though, too. Because, like he said, he had the two relationships that kind of blew up in his face. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, though, to have two people... In high school? Cheat on you? I don't no. know how that feels. Like, you're in high school. Well, he impregnated
2: have... one of them, so. Well, he
3: didn't impregnate her, though.
2: That's, oh, that's Hugged right. Hog did. Oh,
1: yeah. He Duh. thought,
3: like, uh, he played a Britney moment in that one yeah, where he's very... we're in the hot tub and it, whatever happened. That was so weird. I oh, yeah. just really
1: feel like this season has tried to make Finn into more of a man. Like, mm-hmm. we saw him struggle with mm-hmm. Kurt mm-hmm. and... He came out of that. He was right. bad, but he like he came out as a strong brother. Right. And I think this kind of put him in that same position where he's starting to grow as more confident in himself because yes. he used to go back to Quinn. Yes, and so I think it's just a seasonal thing. Like yes. they're trying to make him the leader that he's positioned
2: himself exactly. to be. Well, well, I agree with Quinn that. is all up in uh, Mister Court Overstreet's yeah. business. I well, mean, do they ever separate? I mean, no. I think they're connected literally at the hip. I mean, they do not ever separate in any episode. No. no. Um. I know. But it's it's I mean I, I I mean that's another thing to talk about too. Like what is going to happen with them? Is it just going to be this lovey-dovey thing forever? It's like you know something's got to happen soon. But whatever. well,
1: we'll talk about that one yeah. prediction. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we Why don't we just talk a little bit about Kurt and Blaine, who we uh, saw? I mean, they're separating themselves a little bit from the show. They're yeah. going to a different school. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that they brought uh, Mr. Schuster in to talk to oh, him, so it yes. wasn't just completely separate worlds.
3: Right, right, right. but.
1: I'm not sure how I feel about Kurt over there. I'm just scared he's going to get hurt. See, <laughs> oh!
3: Do you? From Blaine? Do you think Blaine, Blaine is the...
1: I don't know. Do wow. you think
2: Blaine's
3: kind so of a player? I think Blaine is a player. He... There's a dark side to him. There's something suspicious, almost mysterious about Mr. Blaine that I'm not really... Like they we, can't, they haven't he's really He's the one literally
2: pursuing Kurt. I mean, he's the one that comes in. He, Help me do this song. I'm doing it with the girl, but, you know, I want to do it with you. I'm right. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He
1: always does that though. I feel like he always goes up to Kurt and he's like, "Sing with me, do this with me," but I'm gonna end up with a solo.
3: Right. Like yeah. it's it's like it's a challenge.
1: Come sing with me. I want I want you to like me, but you're not getting anything out of this in the long run except for liking me.
3: Wow, That's- I didn't yeah. even read that much I into it, either. but I can definitely see that as a as a dark side it's to just- Blaine, which would actually work to force. Um, Kurt to go back to the high school because I think that's what's eventually going to have to happen.
2: Come on, that high school cannot live without Kurt. I mean, he's, you know, he's Kurt. And he has the voice of an angel. Yeah. And I I loved um, how, last time, how Rachel was so nice to him. You remember the last last episode? Mm -hmm.
3: And he's like, why are you being nice to me? She's like,
2: because they're not my competitor anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now she sent him off to yeah. another competitor. Yeah.
1: Wow. Not, I like that angle. They played that again with Mr. Schuster. Like, mm-hmm. he came in for Kurt's advice. They're all going to Kurt for advice. I think right. they're showing him value and all this yeah. stuff. Right. And I'm just waiting. I just like how they're tying him in. I yeah. like how they're not cutting him out. Like.
3: Yeah. And it, it's kind of, it's you kind of can't put him out of the story just yet because he was so built up to getting kicked out in his whole episode with the bullying and the, mm-hmm. the football player kissing him and that, that whole build-up to have it culminate in him going to another school and just being forgotten about kind of doesn't
1: Yeah, the big bullying host. thing was yeah. a big thing. They touch on that a lot, too. I mean, we see that even more with Sue. Sue being wow. the bully yeah. there. She's just, like, the big football player. Yeah, it's
3: true. And I, I feel like Sue... But Sue justifies all of her actions by saying this happened to her as a child. So she's going to screw everybody else yeah. because she didn't get what was coming to her as a child. But the, Which,
1: thing, the thing I noticed is that Sue, she has this, she does have a heart for the unfortunate. Oh yes, of course. And we see that. And I felt that was conflicted a little bit here because mm-hmm. she knew that her gifts were going to homeless children. They weren't taking them back. Right. And I was just like, I don't know. I was like. What's going on there, Sue? I wanted to see a little bit more dilemma. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gifts. I wanted to see her feel the homeless kids thing, not just the I hate Glee Cup right, angle. Right, right.
2: But,
3: but I feel like I, it was I think she more got so that, wrapped though. up
2: into, oh, my God, they stole my presents that I got because I was, like, the secret Santa, you know, right. whatever mistress. And and then I think she just got wrapped up. And then all of a sudden at the end, you know, we're going to talk about it later. But, you know, she feels bad. And then she actually comes around in. The end, but still, I mean. Yeah. I mean, what, Go ahead. No, I,
3: I was kind of thinking along the same lines. It's like the, the, I don't know. It was, it's almost like it got thrown back into her face. Like she was trying to do this real big thing of of sabotaging Christmas for everybody and kind of taking it all for herself, being selfish with which what was supposed to be about like her being the Grinch for Christmas, and kind of got smacked by the reality that it's not just about her, and mm-hmm. even though she has. Her little, her little worker bee, Becky, Mm -hmm. doing her dirt, and I think that's how she feels that she's doing her part for humanity. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So she has her moments where she feels like she's doing the right thing. So this is justified because Uh I'm doing this over here. Well, that would yeah, Becky, sense. right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And then <laughs> that was classic when she starts putting on the green face paint and she's like she dresses Becky as the what is it, the rain dog the, or something. dog I thought
1: that was great. I really liked that whole parallel throughout yes. the story. Like they lived
2: it to the T. I mean, even like yes. like the little sleigh, like going through the hallway, yes. and then she's pulling her, Becky's pulling her, and then she's on like a, a, a skateboard roller. rolling, and <laughs> Becky's pushing her. <laughs> I'm like,
3: this is crazy. It's awesome. And then and they did awesome.
2: slow mo with like all the ornaments falling around Becky. Becky got a lot of play time on this on this
3: episode. Good work, for yeah. Becky. Yeah, I nice enjoyed job, it. Though. I enjoyed Yay. it. Yay, Becky.
2: No,
1: um, so we should. I want to talk a little bit more about. So we have Sue, and she's done all this thing against the whole staff, mm-hmm. and she's the evil staff member, and then we really see the opposite of that with Beast yes. being the maybe mm-hmm. secret, but, like, but secret really good, good person. Yeah. She does favors, she's out there, she is the portrayal of Santa Claus, mm-hmm. yeah. and I saw that. Thought- <laughs> <laughs> the perfect <laughs> body type for it. <laughs> the
3: perfect body type for Santa. No, I really enjoyed that. I, I feel like she came in the show altogether as that love to hate kind of character she came in hard ass kind of giving everybody the this is me this is i'm here to change the program we're going to be a great football team and kind of show her place there and but secretly i think she's always been that sweet person and Mm -hmm. it was nice to see her share the story at the end with Brittany about um her being the husky girl and wanting to be like all the normal girls be a regular girl and not necessarily to be beautiful, but to just be normal and be able mm-hmm. to fit in and not stick out like a sore thumb. And I, I have to admit the whole episode up at like the last 20 minutes, I was emotional. It really got me thinking. It was sweet. It was very, and very sweet and very touching. I mean, of
2: course, like I don't understand how Brittany can be such an airhead because <laughs> I'm looking at the beast going, that's the beast. She's using her voice. How does Brittany not know this? But she, she's so innocent yeah. and cute, and I, I get it. But And the best was she's like, why aren't you going up the chimney, Santa? She's like, I'm going to get in this Suzuki. The Suzuki. Yeah, the <laughs> the the dry when it, run.
1: When
3: she does her dry run, she yeah. does Suzuki. No, it's great.
1: There's, there's, It's really true. There's just an endearingness. Like, mm-hmm. there's a real honesty that you feel like she's just being this vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. just keep wanting to look at it more yeah. because it's so truthful. Right. And – I just thought that was a really beautiful moment. And I really like how they do tie in, like, these themes of, like, kindness right. and things into of the course. things.
3: Of well, especially with the holidays. That's what, I mean, a lot of people don't, are not really excited and experiencing. I, I think for, for me, when I was a child, Christmas was, like, everything. Mm-hmm. It was everything, and it was a big deal. And I think with the economy being as it is nowadays, I don't think people really understand that it's not just about, the gifts. Yeah, it's about the sharing, giving, and sharing, the giving yeah. and sharing your stories and sharing music or sharing whatever you have to give to somebody else who doesn't really have.
2: I just thought it was a beautiful moment, you know, because Brittany cares so much for Artie, and all she wants is for him to walk. Him to walk. And uh, you know that is endearing. Yeah, you know, oh, I, yeah. I don't want you know a pink Corvette. Right. You know, I want a Barbie house, <laughs> a Barbie house, and oh, that was the best moment ever. Yes. Are you kidding me? Barbie's going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> She's going to <a> fly from <laughs> Barbie and Ken are in something <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God.
3: We're,
1: we're starting to see um, Brittany and Artie's relationship kind of grow, and I'm a little bit surprised with that one. I thought that was just going to be like a 10-second thing. Mm. I didn't un- I yep. didn't think it was actually going to be growing into a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we see start seeing Artie having feelings for Brittany and Brittany yeah. not just only being the one like, oh, I kind of love you, even though it's like a weird, awkward, almost childish like, love but it's a growing relationship, yeah. and they're both trying to do things for each other. Like last episode, we saw the magic comb scenario. Yeah, yeah. And this episode, he's just trying to get her to believe and keep her happy. And mm-hmm. I think it's a very, very there cute... you go with the giving with situation, the giving. Mm-hmm. making you sure know?
3: that whoever you're you're with, it's not just about getting them yeah. a gift, but making sure that they're happy in you know whatever situation they're in. And I really enjoyed that about this episode. Mm-hmm. I really the do. only
1: question I had about the episode overall was that. They were walking a very fine line for almost, like, pushing it in your face. Like, was it too far? Was it almost cheesy, like, overly cheesy even for glee? Or were they pushing their point to be honest and send a gr- good message?
3: Interesting. I, I feel that Christmas is that holiday where you can just be cheese. Yeah. where
1: you can give them everything exactly. and you don't have to make things
3: subtle it doesn't have to be and I, I think... mean Glee
2: likes to go overboard anyway
3: mm-hmm. with anything
2: I mean come on the black Santa and then she's like is there ever going to be an Asian Santa you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, you got tans. yeah I mean elves yeah. are considered slaves you know I mean <laughs>
1: what my
3: favorite right that was or how the have Santa rights.
1: had three different colors it was Brittany believed he was black then right. he was green right. then he exactly. was white oh yeah, oh, yeah. and like, a
3: woman anything. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a man, woman,
1: Glee really embraces their. I'm going to push everything, and it might be cheesy, but hopefully, people will really find it true. Right,
3: and I think with the message, the underlying message of, of being happy and and making sure that you that you give with the charity work and them singing for charity just to donate to the orphan kids and all of that kind of supports their their cause. You know, mm-hmm. about this is a different type of show. It can be cheesy. It can be Tiny Tim save the world, all that kind of thing. And still, still, you know, give you a, a message. There's
2: a lot. There. I be just love how they incorporated a, a lot of our Christmas memories and history, and in movies and and cartoons and stuff like mm. that. Like that makes me go, Oh
0: Christmas, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It's a wonderful oh, so time so of the year. For the Christmas
2: season.
1: Actually, talking about like our kind of Christmas experience. Why don't we yeah. go on to the special segment this week? We're going to be talking about the best and worst gifts of the holidays. Well. And so. This episode, obviously, there was a little bit of gift-giving, gift-taking, gift-all-going right. to Sue. Right.
3: <laughs> With well, our rotisserie I, I think cookers. I, and, then,
2: and then the uh, the flashback of uh, of the um, teacher giving his wife-
3: Oh, <laughs> <All> the- <laughs> um,
2: Mr. Schuster giving his wife the jumper cables. The jumper cables. <laughs> you know, like, we all get those
3: really, Random. seriously,
2: yeah. but not that. I would literally kill somebody.
3: Well, <laughs> that probably would have to be the worst gift, even though it was probably just for the- the show value. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the Jesus, yeah. Of course. But of course. The worst gift. What was the worst gift that you ever got, Sarah, though? The
1: worst gift I ever got. I'm trying to think. Um, well, my mother used to think that she could pick out clothes. <laughs> and it was basically like everything matched and was one color.
0: Ugh. Um, it was horrible. I, hate I couldn't do it. It,
1: it. Yeah, and I just I couldn't stand it. I'd be like, oh, never mind. And it started when I was like six, but it was bad. Yeah, but I think the worst gift I could ever even imagine, hmm, would be like getting a proposal on Whoa. Christmas. That would be the worst gift I think I could Why? get. Why? Because I think proposals on hor- on holidays are horrible. Why? I don't know. I think it's I think it takes it's away from it. Takes it takes out of it.
3: So yeah. do you feel like it's a pressure to say yes if somebody of asks you on is. a holiday? Of course it is. There's a pressure
1: to say yes. There's like, if I'm going to have an anniversary, I want it where somewhere I can have more days to right. celebrate. <laughs> and I just okay. feel like, I feel like it's more of a I know you holiday. Mm-hmm. It should be an I know you gift. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's more important. I feel like proposals or... I
3: don't know. It's just when
1: That would be like the worst thing I imagined. That's well, what I was That's saying. like okay. proposing
2: on your birthday, proposing yeah. on Easter. No, no, no. What's your you worst? Surprise me. Miss KB. Oh, my God. Go on to you. I got to think about this. I, I actually get everything I want. Ew. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> exactly. she just... No, I was that kid where I have videos. It is embarrassing, and I hope my mother never shows them. Probably and I'm not. like, she probably will. I'm like, <laughs> Yo, I got what I wanted. <laughs> Everything was I got what, what I, I wanted, it. and then one time I didn't <laughs> you get.
3: Sound what like I wanted. Whitney from <laughs> a different world. Thank you. I That's exactly what I'm hilarious. trying to sound like. Oh, okay. God. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: but one time I didn't get one thing, and I didn't say anything, and I just sat there, and it was it was on my list, you oh, know. Lord. And then it was this tiny box. It was like a ring I wanted or something. And then my mom's like, "Well, did you have a great Christmas?" I said, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> I didn't get what just, I wanted. There's just one little thing. That's okay. And she's like, What was it? And then she's like, Voila, she found it under the tree, you know that whole thing. Uh-huh. But you know, Santa's you know, I was I um well I won't say this on air, but uh, you know
3: You believe in Santa for a long time, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But you <laughs> right here to my right, we My have brother
2: I'll tell and tell you, my brother, um, seventh grade summer looks at my mother in the car and says, If you don't tell her I will <laughs> oh, wow. He's like, it's embarrassing, oh, and I wow. was like, no, my mama saw
3: him come down the chimney. <laughs> She's a good. And line. I got everything oh. I wanted. That's yeah, my exactly. Favorite line. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I guess for me, I'm gonna see the. This is hard, and the only reason I have to explain why my birthday is Christmas Eve. So I've kind of been. Isn't like, that amazing? I it's, know. it's pretty amazing, but it's also not amazing because you kind of get. The double gift—you get a, a happy, merry birthday gift. So, <laughs> I think that's the worst gift that you can give someone—is is a combination, a combo gift that's like your birthday slash Christmas here.
1: Yeah, you which need. Is weird. You need it I need to be two both. separate. Like if, yeah. if your birthday was in July, it'd be different. than Exactly. The they need to be all there. I completely that, agree. That and that's
3: my my worst and best would probably mm-hmm. the happy birthday, happy merry birthday gift.
1: So one little thing, yeah, up there. yeah.
3: But I think some good gift ideas. Oh,
2: I'm going to do that right is, now. Something I'm
3: from the heart. I think, yeah. like we said before, it's it's the the economy and everything that's that's different in our world than when we were kids. Is it kind of encourages us to to kind of look deeper mm-hmm. for gifts? Not As really.
2: I, I just say when in doubt, bake.
3: <laughs> that's a good one though it's from the heart and it, and, and it um, wins people heart over. Food and can hands always.
2: and a lot of love well after I, buzz tv got a little uh white trash christmas mix for me tonight so. delicious
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, amazing see, and, and my gift this year to a lot of my friends seeing as how we're like all kind of in between jobs and not having money to support that whole situation i designed t-shirts so i've Kind of, I went downtown, bought a bunch of T-shirts, gonna do my my thing to them, and just hand those out as gifts. See, and that's you get great. A, you get a. They these are. You know you can do, and it
1: really shows people. It's exactly. like, this is something from me. It's part of me, and I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what really matters. And you're most. getting
3: it for free because I can totally sell them for like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy amount. But I'm giving it to you as a gift, so you'll be the first to have. Uh ashy tea remixed original. So it's all good.
2: That's good. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What was your, what is like a, the best present or most memorable present you've ever gotten? Um, I'm trying to
1: think, um, the most memorable. Oh, I don't even, I,
2: I, I've, I've it's hard, very, right? It's really
1: hard. I'm mm. the most, the thing that comes to mind is actually not a Christmas present, but it's a present I got a couple weeks ago. And, it was a really, it was a really, it was a really random gift. Like I wasn't expecting a gift. And it comes There's from a best. really awkward, embarrassing story oh, where I was trying to remember a nursery rhyme and um, <laughs> I was trying to remember this nursery rhyme and I couldn't think about it. And I had this book that I, when I was little, like a Disney book that had, it was Mother Goose's nursery rhymes. And so I tried to find it and I found out my mom had thrown it away. And I was really upset and I was like, I really want that book. I don't know why I had it when I was like two. <laughs> and I was with my friend and they went and they found it on eBay.
3: Oh and gave see, that, it to me. That's fantastic.
1: I almost started crying. We yeah. I would have too. And like I was with people I was just like and I'm like there, looking at this nursery book, like, Oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm so happy oh, and then everyone's like, What is wrong with you? And I was like, it's a
2: Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's so, so like sweet.
1: that type of thing. Like it was something I just mentioned. I never expected to ever get it, and they just made a little effort and got they it. Listened exactly.
3: to they listened. They listened, and that's they that's, that's, the and that's thing. what
1: really matters. Mm-hmm. Like best thing, yeah. The things I things you that. Don't expect
3: exactly, exactly. I love mm-hmm. that. That's a great story. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that. I've always been the person who's like, "This is my list." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, anything I, I know, of course. Fine, right. I have, shopping. I have one friend that. Is the best gift giver, and you know he always finds, you know, the best prices. He doesn't he doesn't spend a lot, but he did give me this present when you, when you're and it's up in my dining room. It is a huge canvas, and it's it's a, it's like a dream sequence. I mean, it's painted. He got someone to paint this for me. It's me playing on a stage in his imaginary um, palladium, whatever, and then it says our dreams on top, and it is like I look at it every day, going, that is. So thoughtful. That's crazy. Oh, it was amazing. And everyone comes in and is like, it's a, it's like the you know the talk of the of the dining room of mm. my house. Like, who did this? I'm like, that was my Christmas present a couple years back. Yeah. Like, that so, is crazy. So I mean, I mean, granted, not everybody can do that, but like mm-hmm. things like that that really, really, really touch
3: you. So things so, that are original too. Yeah, yeah, are not like something that you could can go to the. 99 cent store some crazy store and just buy off the rack and see
2: that'd be fun if was like <laughs> i'm gonna give everyone something from the 99 cent store
3: that would be a fun secret santa see that would be a fun secret santa and i don't think a lot of people would be offended <laughs> by <laughs> some of the things you can get from 99 cent store you come skirm, across some good stuff at the 99 cent store so
2: all right well um y'all want to talk a little bit about the the music just what did we think about it um, just, the just overall bit. overall I mean I thought that they hit all of the great Christmas songs I mean I, I think that uh, they didn't hit our what Dean Martin and what did you Bill say? Crosby. Bill yeah. Crosby. Uh, yeah. but a lot
1: of classics really yeah. sticking mm-hmm. to classic classic Christmas songs in this yeah. and
2: I lo- I love I love love rachel's voice and I just want to just like melt when she sings and so I they gave her a lot this time mm-hmm. which they haven't been giving her a lot this yeah, season I
3: enjoyed the um the song she sang to Finn at the Christmas tree, the what was this song? The Wham song.
1: The Wham. Yeah. Um, Last, Last Christmas. Christmas. Last mm-hmm. Christmas.
3: I love that song. I love the way she sang it. It was it was really sweet. Yeah. My it favorite was really
1: song sweet. was definitely Kurtz. I he took that song to a different level for me. Yes. I was like, this I was really nervous at the beginning. I was <clears> like, oh, I love this song. This mm. could be really uh, awkward mm-hmm. and. But it was beautiful. I well, really loved it. It was a it. chance
3: to see a romance kind of Um <laughs> He was definitely spark. the girl. Well, <laughs> hello. <laughs> but it was cute, though. And I, I think it, it gave you a chance to see a little bit of spark between the two of them. And, mm-hmm. well, now that Sarah has just <laughs> rained on my parade, <laughs> just but making him that's... out to be a villain. My favorite and, quote
2: was like, well, I'm in love, and he's actually gay, so that's progress. <laughs> right, exactly.
3: <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. though. Some really great music. Yeah, as, as usual,
2: it. Glee doesn't
1: really disappoint too often on the musical. Just oh. that one episode a couple weeks <laughs> ago.
3: <laughs> oh god, child, the wedding episode. But anyway, oh man. Yeah, that was a downer. <laughs>
1: well, I think we're gonna actually be moving on okay. to our news and gossip. Ooh, coming up.
3: Let's do that. All righty. Glee, Season 2, Episode 10, A Very crisp Glee Christmas. Uh, Chris Colfer, who plays Kirk, has written a coming-of-age comedy reminiscent of a John Hughes film. He plans to star in it during the summer hiatus from Glee. Of course he's going to star boys. in it. <laughs> boy. Yes, yes, of course, and you've got to write your own project. Write that script. That's the way you get it done. That's the way you get out there. Um, let's see. Chris deals with a bully on the show, but on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, he told a story about a real-life bully he dealt with. Chris got paired up with the bully during a class assignment, the goal of which was to find a location using a GPS device. One partner would punch in a coordinate, coordinate, and then the other partner would have to walk to it. Colfer described his bullying partner as a real beep. <laughs> Every time <laughs> I'd walk by him the hall, he'd say something. So Chris exacted his long, simmering revenge by hacking into the GPS and programming in a new location, one that led the bully to the top of a mountain, cow manure. Oh, goodness. That's fantastic. What? What? Oh, you are so
1: bad. He's kind of brilliant. Sometimes, I mean, that's that's intense yeah. to hack in and do all of sometimes that.
3: Sometimes you really have to put the bully in their place. And sometimes <laughs> they need to know that your shit don't stink. You think your shit don't stink? Well, let me show you some yeah. shit that doesn't stink. Sorry about that. Expletive, expletive. Um, Ed O'Neill, the star of Modern Family, still has bitter feelings about the Emmys. He thinks that Jane Lynch didn't des- deserve to win the Outstanding Supporting Actress Award. I love Jane. Honestly, I do. I'm dying to star in one of Christopher Guest's movies alongside her, but I don't think she should have gotten the Emmy for that part. It's just a one-note character. Oh, Um, I
1: completely disagree. Sue has levels.
3: Wow. Yes, of course. Especially in this episode, we saw her kind of get a little emotional at the end with the the song being sung for charity the Glee Club sang, and she kind of... Turned around a little bit. Yeah, I, I think totally he's a little disagree. bitter, Betty. Though I love
2: her as an actress. I do too. She she and I think
3: amazing. Ed's a little bitter from Married with Children and from Modern Family, not even even being nominated. So, yeah. and
2: I think it takes it takes a
1: little more than people make out of it to always be the one fight. Like, yeah, being wait, the angry. Wait, we're talking, so, about, we're talking about Ed
2: O'Neill, Married Children. Yeah. Uh, one note character. Hello, uh, exactly.
3: Like exactly. hands down the pants. Yeah, that's why he's bitter because he didn't get nominated for his one note. Sorry, Ed. All right. <laughs> Darren Chris, who plays Blaine, knew exactly what everyone was thinking when we watched him and Kurt duetting. Shouldn't they have ended the song with a kiss? That's the greatest part about it. It's this wonderful dance, dancing that fine line, which ultimately is more enticing than the actual thing. What do y'all think? About I think that? they're
1: not kissing because I think he's evil.
3: Mm, oh. I like your take on this yes, because so. I'm totally digging that storyline right now. Him being the villain and going to hurt Kurt's little feelings and sending back We could be
2: totally book. wrong, but we'll I go it's with a Good it. story. <laughs>
3: it's a good story. That's our prediction. But anyway, the Glee cast took over on UK's the X Factor. Mm-hmm. They did a killer performance of Don't Stop Believing on November thirtieth. Don't worry, Sue Sylvester and Mr Schuster were there too. Check out the video on YouTube. Did y'all see that or No, not?
2: I just saw Cord, you know, in his little Facebook oh, message going cute. I just got through with UK. X Factor. I was like, well you go boy Lucky And lucky, lucky Boy. And
3: uh, Katy Perry and Darren Crisp combined their musical powers this Sunday on stage at the Hollywood Palladium for the Trevor Project, an anti-bullying fundraiser. The two sang "Teenage Dream." Nice. No, he did
2: not already.
3: Nice. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I love that song. I love Katy Perry, and I heard that he did a great job performing that on the yeah. on the show. So, yeah, good look out for the Trevor Project. Um, Darren Crisp, who's been. Known to burst into spontaneous songs in public isn't the only one. Matthew Morrison broke out in a spur of the moment performance of "The Secret Where You Live" from *My Fair Lady* at a Kennedy Center Honors after party. He's hot. He can do whatever. Yeah, he you're a singer. I'm you're
2: just... a singer. You yeah. don't. You. You could break out and you know anywhere. And when it's them, they ready? <laughs> Shanti. Christmas. There,
3: we go. there you have it. It happens. Let him alone. He's fine. All right. Former American Idol contestant Luke Edgman will appear on Glee as a member of Dalton Academy's Warbles. I'm not familiar with Luke, so he. Um, he did he make it to name the top 10? I am
2: familiar, but I do not. I must have missed that, um, that season.
1: Oh. Okay.
3: Well, good luck with that. <laughs> CBS News desk anchor Katie Couric is the latest guest star on the show. Couric will appear in the upcoming post-Super Bowl episode. She'll be doing a dance number with Matthew Morrison. The song will be Tea for Two. Are oh, you kidding me right M- now? Gee,
2: Give us a chance to be on the show, people. <laughs> Katie Couric is not an actress. I just, see if she pulls it off, though. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying Never yeah. know.
3: Some weirder things have happened. We saw Gwen just kill it. She's bored
2: because she's not on the Today Show
3: anymore. Oh, well. I'm still campaigning for my role as the black dad. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. Fox. Um, speaking of guest stars, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas admits she would love to guest star, but her plate is full at the moment.
2: Please do, please do, please do. Who wouldn't love to guest star? Kids oh,
1: Incorporated. <laughs> oh, jeez. Do you remember? I
3: oh, of course. Of course. And do you remember Wild Orchid? She's a part of the group Wild Orchid. Don't sleep. I know all music. And that's your Afterbus TV, Glee, News, and Gossip for the week of December 7, 2010.
1: Thank Thanks you. Ladies. Thanks, ladies. That was fun. Well, now we're going to do some predictions. So we already kind of talked about we're saying Kurt and Blaine, and I think that he's going to be hurt. But, I mean, I what like about... Rachel and Finn. What are we saying? I them going? I
2: believe. I mean, come on. We we love a happy ending. Time so I think they're gonna. Wounds, mm-hmm, Tom Hills and they're gonna get back gonna together. Happen. It's just gonna take a little bit. Um, she might have to kiss a little bit more. Ay.
3: I think. Actually, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn on this one. I'm gonna say that Rachel is gonna get tired of chasing after Finn, and maybe they'll mm. give her a new little love interest, and she'll just be over it. Maybe
2: she tries to take uh, Sam.
3: Or maybe she tries to get with the new girl in the, in the Glee Club, <laughs> the heavyset girl who's really funny. I think She's, that was a great feature. I'm waiting for her.
2: to hear her sing. Yeah, I, I, I thought she was going to sing this time, and she didn't. But I, I'm sure she can. They never would have put her in Glee Club. Yeah. yeah,
3: except
1: for I don't know. I she, I, I think she, like she got involved sing. after like people just fell in love with her yeah. in that one scene where she yeah. was like lusting over the glee yeah. club does anyone remember that I oh remember and the bleachers yes, yes. yes. she yeah. got so much notice yeah. after that but yeah. and then like that
2: big old afro guy did too mm-hmm. i, don't
1: know where he oh, I saw him guy. at
3: the grove the other day <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. i'm sure that he's day. famous too well, what so about cute.
1: what about the other relationships do we see anything else going um,
3: on who who are the other rela- we well have there's got kurt quinn. And blaine we've got We're, that we have quinn and, and the Sam, Sam, who
2: I call Ken sometimes, yeah, right? Ken and Barbie, yeah. Um, um I, 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 they just kind of they gave them that whole um, promise ring thing, and that's kind of that's all we really saw, Yeah. Yeah,
3: you yeah. know, well,
1: they need to do something. That's just going to get getting old getting boring. boring. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss and then, time.
3: I'm kind of sad that we're not getting more Amber Riley, the Santana. Um, no, 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 no. The black girl. I can't think of her name. Oh, Mercedes. 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 Yeah, I, I miss her. The, well, oh, last the week she got, got she
2: got a solo with um the the uh, you know
3: the Asian, girl? the Asian girl. Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> they're giving everyone their chances this this season, but I really thought there was going to be a big thing a with the series because I heard that yeah. remember we read that like they were trying to make her more of a diva, yeah, because she's like a really sweet person yeah. in her life, so and I, I, like that. I, I feel like I feel like I'm like I need more
1: they're giving everyone their equal things, but storyline wise I feel like I'm only getting a real vibe mm-hmm. from Kurt. certain parts Kurt. like I'm not seeing where it's going it's mm-hmm. very hard, it's very like this is where they are, exactly. where is it going? I mean, you see Brittany and mm mm-hmm. mhm-. Is that going to develop? Is that going to shrink? It's just kind of everything is a little bit one line. So I'm seeing a big either collision or something
2: that has to drive these relationships
1: somewhere.
3: I agree. I agree. There's there's nothing really going on. I mean,
2: the biggest controversy we've had is Kurt and then that whole thing. And now he's at another school. So, Mm -hmm. and then they tied. (laughs) Like, okay.
3: Yeah.
1: And then it's like secretly put in there like just lots of little – Hints, like this episode we saw Mr. Schuster and Emma, a little hint of her trying to be friends. But it's like, mm. not a lot. It's a two-minute thing, and you're just like, well, maybe. The idea is planted, but it doesn't give you a track on which to think it's going to go.
3: How do we feel about that, too, though? Like, her being married I now? And
2: That's totally out
1: it's of her, her character.
3: not really her. I They're mean, this so guy totally
2: weird. changed her though. But by yeah. the way, they did not get into any of those details. She was just like, oh. He's like, "Oh, you're engaged." And she's like, "I'm married." And you're like,
3: uh, "Do you think there'll what? be a little spark between them again?" Or I is think, that
2: I think
1: it's going to end because we haven't seen him on the show since. Mm-mm.
3: No, I mean, with Mr. Schuster and Emma again. Like, do I we want to see that so. happen again? Or are we done with that?
2: He's not done with her. I don't think. I mean, she's making
1: me angry, and she's making me want him to give up on her. Yeah, yeah. but. I want to see him with someone, and I don't want to see him with his ex-wife. I want to see him so. with
3: Sue. <laughs> 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 Sue Yummy tracksuit night. <laughs> Our beast. Maybe b- beast. The beast. Oh, well, he did
2: kiss her that one time. The beast. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it was her geez. first kiss.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: great.
1: Who knows? But they just have so many couples, but all of them are kind of flatlining right. right now. I'm. I just want to see some collision, some something. Right. I mean, maybe another person. Um.
3: We, maybe we need another character to come in and shake it up.
1: Well, they did have auditions for a new character. I, <laughs> oh,
3: well, yeah. I, I heard about that, and they're actually going to do a reality a, show a reality based, show about based it. around the, the casting of this new character. It's so. like an
2: American Idol looking
3: for the new, right. the new
2: Glee. The new Glee Or kind character. of like uh, what they did for Greece, you know, mm-hmm. right. for Broadway.
3: Right. Or, well, um, I want them
2: to interject them and cause some drama.
1: Yeah,
3: well, Here's we'll have up. to get the show first and see the whole situation, but and that should be fine.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're raining. We just need some big meteor shower to Something. destroy the school <laughs> yeah. and
2: send them all into a different one. I need some drama. Some drama. I need some drama, people.
3: Well, they're going to give you happy times for the, the Christmas season. And I, think we'll I don't care. So I loved comedy.
2: this episode. I, I am so it. ready for Christmas right now.
3: <gasps> I am too. And my birthday is gonna be in. Happy
2: birthday to
3: you. Fifteen days. To
2: our Shanti, we love you. Oh, there I got goes.
3: serenaded. How serenaded cute! On I love the show. it. That's the best oh, everyone, birthday gift ever. Oh, everyone, so
2: have some
1: happy holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. May Christmas, happy Hanukkah.
3: All of that. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa. Oh yeah.
0: Forgot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. All of that. <laughs> After Buzz TV staff, We would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzzTV.
2: Buzz, see you later!
0: The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.